Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to A Better World. This is your host, Mitchell J. Rabin. I am very glad you're joining us again today. And today we will have another very interesting show, I do trust. First of all, just to say that I am on Blog Talk Radio every Wednesday evening, uh, at least here in New York evening, Eastern Daylight Time. And it can be heard either directly through blogtalkradio.com or through our website, www.abetterworld.tv. That's abetterworld.tv. And if you have not yet signed up for our weekly newsletter, which is free and open to and for all, please do. Because there we announce who we will have on as a guest if any, on Blog Talk Radio, as well as on my Monday show at 6 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time on Progressive Radio Network, also called A Better World with Mitchell J. Rabin. <clears throat> there we have almost an hour to develop our themes and subjects, and this coming Monday will be a roundtable. It's called An Enlightened Evolutionary Politics Roundtable starring congressman from Ohio, Dennis Kucinich, futurist and social philosopher, author of her latest book, Birth 2012, Barbara Marks Hubbard, and Rocky Anderson, presidential candidate for the Justice Party, who has been a guest here on Blog Talk Radio's A Better World with Mitchell J. Raven a few times. And tonight we will be interviewing the co-chairman of the Justice Party's National Steering Committee, and that is the party that Rocky is running for president through. So I would ask you to stay tuned because... Michael McGee will be joining us any time now, and we'll be spending the show discussing, looking at, exploring third-party candidacy, uh, the Justice Party, and the specifics of Rocky Anderson's platform as time allows. So please stay tuned because Michael is very knowledgeable, highly experienced in the world of politics, 
and I believe it, it will be engaging for you all to hear from his point of view what is going on. In fact, let me just share with you a couple of details about Michael McGee's background. He's been involved in political outreach and coalition building for quite a long time. And even though he's from the United States, he's currently living in Strasbourg, France, involved in renewable technologies, wind turbines, wind farms, and the like. Michael has been working in the field of renewable energy and clean technologies for some time. He's a former parliamentary assistant at the European Parliament in Strasbourg, where he has worked with numerous delegations from around the world on the defense of human rights and conflict resolution. He is a founding member of Greenpeace Strasbourg and has played an active role in the anti-nuclear movement and in numerous campaigns on the questions of food safety and consumer protection. He has been the campaign director and political strategist for several successful political campaigns at the local and regional levels. <clears throat> Michael McGee, has studied at the United States Air Force Academy at the end of the Vietnam War, I didn't know that, the University of Colorado Boulder, and the Université de Strasbourg in France, where he specialized in urban planning and community development. In order to maintain an appearance of sanity in a somewhat crazy world, he reconnects as often as possible with his home in one of the last remaining primal rainforest, maybe he means primordial there, rainforests in North America on the Kino Indian National uh, Lands, Nation Lands, I'm sorry, in the Pacific Northwest. Interesting. So uh, Michael is heading up in large measure um, the activities of the steering committee and facilitates it weekly, and I've been a member of it as well for some time now, and uh, I always appreciate Michael's input because he helps to, no pun intended, steer the steering committee in the right direction. Most importantly, and he'll be joining us with joining us momentarily. Excuse me. Most important is that we are really seeking to break the mold through the Justice Party, and I would say especially through the candidacy for president of Rocky Anderson. You'll be interested to know that the uh, third parties are gaining in prominence because there are more disenfranchised people, literally millions of them, across the country with politics as usual. The media is absolutely complicit in helping to um, foster <clears throat> a horse race mentality when it comes to these with the Citizens United um, legislation um, jurisdicted by the Supreme Court in a most uncivil and unconstitutional uh, direction, allowing that constitutions are actually people in disguise, mind you, um, and I always say when they can make love and when they can pay taxes, well, maybe then corporations could be considered to be embryonic as humans, but not until then. 
and yet the Supreme Court sees it differently. I don't know who was able to buy them, but it had to have been some pretty deep pockets. And so with the reigning of that decision allowing for an untold, unlimited amount of money to be infused into campaign financing, um, the media keeps this horse race going, and it has nothing to do, but nothing to do with the American people. We are but the excuse for them to continue this charade, this parade of their own illusions about what the people themselves actually need. People need jobs. People need a viable economy. People don't need casino capitalism. People need real work, real money, and a real opportunity for growth and happiness and joy and freedom and their own way of evolving. That's what the game of life on this planet is about. We need to be able to grow our own food if we would like. We need to have the ability to uh, purchase food that has not been GMO'd, that is genetically modified. And if it is because of another quirk in our legal system or corruption therein, we need to know by label that it is so. Can you imagine how many hundreds of thousands of Indian farmers, yes, in India, have committed suicide because of the corruption of agribusiness and the presence of Monsanto in their country? Is money ever worth this? Who is answerable and who is accountable? Well, I will tell you this, that Rocky Anderson, of the people that I have met through and in the body politic, is one of those rare exceptions, him, Dennis Kucinich, and a handful of good-hearted, integrity-based others, are those that stand up for the rule of law, that everyone is subject to the same rules and regulations, not some more than others. And it's this kind of equity that we seek to reestablish in this country. And you just will not find it in the Republicans and the Democrats. You will not find it because it's not there. They're crippling over nonsense, and they make it seem as though it's important. And it's not. What's important is the rule of law, of really having a nation run by law. Otherwise, it's lawless. Fill in the blank. None of the above. That's what's been going on, and that's what cannot go on any longer. Because our our body politic has been taken over by the financial system, And it's obvious the award-winning documentary, Inside Job, laid it out in black and white, though it was a color film, and I would highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. 
And <clears throat> that is but one. Another film that has discussed this is Thrive by uh, Foster Gamble. We had Foster on our Monday night program. And if you haven't heard it, please go and listen. It's also video streamed, uh, TV. As we were saying, folks, Rocky Anderson is one of those who is completely committed to ethics and integrity. And that's his driving motivation here. He is a humanitarian to the core. He is an environmentalist to the core. As the mayor, two-term mayor of Salt Lake City, as many of you have heard me say, uh, he uh, reduced the carbon footprint of the town, 125th largest city in the United States, by one-third in three years. So uh, he has an admirable track record, and I feel is well worthy of our true attention and, if you ask me, our vote and support in the domains of volunteer work, of gaining greater ballot access in states across the country, in donations, in any way you can help and stand up and be a, a defender of third parties. Because, see, President Obama has had ample opportunity to have fixed up to the plate and blown the whistle on Wall Street. But all we heard was rhetoric, polemic, discussion, academe from the pulpit of the Oval Office. But we have not seen action. Dodd-Frank is a wisp of smoke. We need Glass-Steagall, which literally criminalizes the activities that these guys have done over and over again. It's provable. It's verifiable. It's oftentimes self-admitted. And yet, there has not been one, not one criminal prosecution. And the only way to shift the madness of the derivatives market and credit default swaps and all of these kinds of high-browed, ultimately inelegant and highly unethical methods of extracting money from Thin air, because that's all it's really doing. It's just casino capitalism. It doesn't add anything substantive to the economy. It just fills the pockets of people who are betting and gambling on stocks going up, on currencies going down. You name it. They add nothing. Yet are emptying the pockets of Americans and Greeks and Spaniards, and Irish, and, well, it's all over America and Europe as these folks get bailed out in one way or another or subsidized, just like the oil companies continue to get subsidized through tax dollars, through the Bush tax cuts, and on and on and on. The fact is there have been subsidies on the books, no doubt, for at least... 50 years, 50 years, and I would wager that it actually goes back to 80, 
But who notices? Who blows the whistle? And if you do, you're in trouble yourself. This is what we're dealing with these days. And it's sad, and it has to be corrected. And I believe that we have several good third-party candidates who are blowing the whistle on this kind of thing, and fewer louder, if any, than Rocky Nelson. It looks like we have been joined by, or have we been joined by Michael McGee, who came and left, and uh, just a little computer glitch here, but he'll be back on with us in a moment, and we'll hear what he has to say about these subjects. In the meantime, just to remind y'all, you are listening to Mitchell J. Rabin here at A Better World, and you can always find us on our website at www.abetterworld.net. Now, Michael, is that you on the line? Let me try this again. Yes, Michael, are you there? Excellent. Salut, bonjour. Welcome to A Better World. Oh my, it sounds like a bad tornado, Michael. The primary, the It's not uh, audible, Michael. Unfortunately, Michael is calling in from France, and uh, the signal is not strong. Michael, can you hear me? Yes, I can, but right back. Yes, why don't you call back? There's a lot of noise on the line, unfortunately. Okay, call you back. Okay. Ah, That sounded clear. (laughs) Wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? Just as it cleared up, he was gone. (laughs) But he will be back. He will be back. So in the meantime, I will continue the uh, diatribe about how important it is for us as a nation to see that there is no vested interest among the two main parties. Uh, to change the business of politics. It pays them well, and it keeps their coffers full, and they don't rock the boat, and their checks are signed, and uh, it's just an old boy system. It just has nothing to do with the people. In fact, recently I had the opportunity to speak with somebody who worked on Capitol Hill some years back, And he said he was astonished to hear how little the people themselves meant to the way things are in Washington. It was an afterthought. It was a, a mere afterthought to take the people, the constituents, into consideration. And he was a a student at the time and utterly appalled at what it is he directly experienced in this regard. Okay, Mike, back. Let us try this again. Well, how how is the connection, Mitchell? Can you hear me okay? Oh, ça va mieux. Much better. Très bien. Très bien. All right. Michael McGee, 
glad that you're joining us here on A Better World today. Yes, well, very good to be here, huh? Good, good, good. I had an opportunity to introduce you about two or three times. <laughs> okay. So everybody knows uh everybody knows me then. Huh? Okay. Well they've got your bio uh, backwards and forwards, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'm glad you're on and in our remaining nine or so minutes, uh let's uh cover some ground. What is it that attracted you to working with the Justice Party as the um, co-chair of the National Steering Committee? And what interested you in the candidacy for president of Rocky Anderson? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the fact that I've been working over here in Europe, in, in France, I'm just on the French-German border in Alsace between France and Germany. And yeah. uh, obviously you, you, you compare how things are going where, you, where you're working and how things are going back in the U.S. And I have my family still back in Colorado. My brother's out there and my, my sister and my mother are down in Florida. And I'm just, I was just shocked uh, the, these last 10, 15 years how things have evolved. And uh, especially for health care. Health care is, is a major problem. And, and I'm, sure. I'm 50, 57 years old now. And when I have a health care problem, I don't worry about it. My sister, my little sister, and my because little brother. Because you live in France. Seen, yes, yes. That, so there's, uh, you, you don't really think about that. And my, my sister and brother are 51 and 54 years old, and they don't have health care. So, so are you suggesting that, that we all move to France? <laughs> well, that might be a good idea. <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll work on changing things back in the U.S. And uh, what, uh, what was uh, – there, there are a lot of shocking things that are going on now. And, and maybe looking in from the outside, you see how, how much things have changed. It's, it's kind of like the story of the, the frog in a – in a pot of water, if you just heat up things gradually, the frog doesn't notice it. But when you look in from the outside and you see how much things have changed, I, I left 30 years ago. It is just astounding, astounding. Yes. And uh, so well, I, I think. What, what is it about uh, Rocky Anderson and what the Justice Party represents that has captured your attention? Obviously, health care is one of them. What is it that yeah. Rocky is purporting in the domain of healthcare, and then we'll go on to other important points beyond that. Yes, well, but, uh, obviously Rocky Anderson is one of the few people who has political experience. He was uh, the two-term mayor of Salt Lake City, where he basically transformed Salt Lake City into one of the greenest major cities in the U.S., Right. And so that that's already a very impressive track record because a lot of people in the activist world that they they don't necessarily have the means to to transform things as radically as Rocky's done at being the mayor of a major city. So that's yeah. a very very important experience because a lot of times voters they 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 want to see what people have already done. And the the second thing I think which is important for Rocky Anderson is he was the only mayor in a major city in the US who was active against the 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 wars the wars that are bankrupting America today yeah. and in the the criticism of the illegal activity of our presidency 
George yeah. W. Bush, who thought that since he was the president, that he was immune to to the laws that the, the rest of us are supposed to respect, and and yeah, that right. is very kind of disheartening that most people that have a political role that are supposed to show the example, most of them unfortunately didn't have the courage that Rocky Anderson did, and and I can understand how how difficult things were politically during the Bush years. But the same thing is happening now with the Obama uh, administration. administration sure. the, the lack of respect for international law, the continuation of this enormous budget spending on military affairs, the the, the continuance of the Guantanamo uh, torture uh, Chamber. torture chambers uh, in in Afghanistan and in Iraq, and it's just. Uh, Unfortunately, there are not a lot of people that are visible politically that have come to the fore like Rocky Anderson has. And yes. when, when Rocky sent a letter to the Democratic Party telling him to not send him any more emails because he was fed up with this gutless, spineless Democratic Party, obviously yes. that caught my attention. And that's kind of the uh, the miracle of Internet. Over here, yes. over here on the French-German border in Europe, I saw that Rocky Anderson had uh, done this communique in this small local paper in Utah, the Deseret News, and oh. so I used one of the tools that a lot of activists are using now, uh, Facebook, contacted Rocky Anderson, who responded right away, and then we started back in, that must have been late August, uh, having regular conference calls on Skype. So that's that's another important tool for activists today. That, yes. uh, and so uh, since then, we haven't stopped uh, exchanging and communicating, and that was very instrumental in some of the meetings that we had with other activists that came to the creation of the newly formed Justice Party in December. And so that is a major political event because a lot of people are – discouraged, obviously, but uh, they feel that they can only choose between the lesser of two evils because there wasn't a credible political alternative out there. So. Let me ask you a difficult question. I, I am very appreciative of all you're saying. While, you know, Ralph Nader calls the two parties twiddly-dee and twiddly-dumb and has been doing that for many years with the emphasis, by the way, on dumb, uh, we, <laughs> you know, we also see that there are, even though they're way too similar, the closer you look, there are, I would say, important distinctions between uh -huh. the two parties and between even these two candidates, even though Obama took of Romney's, you know, health care plan from Massachusetts and put his uh -huh. own name to it, basically, and expanded yeah. it and worsened it even. Um, exactly. You know, uh, still, they're, they're so similar. However, there are really important differences. From that point of view, why would somebody want to, even though they are evil, evil, I mean, I don't actually like that word, but let's just say incompetent to the job, that I would stand by, incompetent, ethically, there's not enough integrity, and that's where Rocky Anderson is a giant in comparison to these two fellows, I would like to call them gentlemen. But uh, in reality, their behavior doesn't even merit it, sad as that is for me to say. 
uh, privately or publicly. But in the event that there was an, uh, a Romney win, and this guy is even more muscular, it looks like, when it comes to the war scene, if that could be imagined, what yeah. do you do? How do you yeah, rectify yeah. that, justify it, no pun intended, for yourself? We only yeah. have another minute. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, well obviously, there, there are differences in, in the political parties, but on the, the major questions that are affecting the American people, those differences aren't uh, as important as uh, we would we would hope they would be. Yeah? And on, yeah. on the, not only on the war budget, on war spending, uh, the the I think it's uh, it's uh, I don't remember the exact figures of Obama's 2013 budget proposals and the amount, the immense amount of war spending. And maybe uh, maybe Mitt Romney will spend a little more or a little less, but that's not going to basically change something for the, the American people or stop the wars or close down the almost near over 900 overseas costly military bases throughout the world, whether it's Romney or Obama, that's not going to change that. And I would say the other, the, the other important factor where there's not a lot of difference is the support for the, the, the Wall Street crooks and the people yeah. that uh, almost brought down the world economy, uh, yeah. they're still in power. And these are people nominated by, uh, by Barack Obama. And whether it's Barack sure Obama or Mitt Romney, both of them are going to be very close to, to these Wall Street crooks that should be behind bars today. And so exactly. if we want to weigh in on what's going on, we need an independently organized political alternative, and that's what the Justice Party can be. And then we can discuss about Wonderful. strategy, what, once you're organized, how you interact with these two political parties and other, other political parties, because exactly. there are other smaller political we're parties out in the state. time, Michael McGee. I totally appreciate you having weighed in here with us and clarify these important issues. Thanks so much, and we'll have you on another time. Okay? Okay, well, thank you very much, Mitchell. And uh, a, a big bonjour to, to all our friends in, in the U.S. On, better, uh, on a better world radio. Huh? Wonderful. Thank you again, Michael. We'll talk okay. again. Okay, bye-bye, Mitchell. Au revoir. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us on A Better World. Visit us at our website, www.abetterworld.tv. Go to voterocky.org and justicepartyusa.org. Learn more. Get educated. Thanks again for joining us, and I look forward to seeing you all next week. Also, remember to join us on Monday nights at 6 p.m. on Progressive Radio Network, accessible to our website at www.tv again
How did it go, Mitchell? Michael. Yeah. <laughs> You're still there. Okay, great. Oh, I think it went well. I think it went well. I just wish you had joined me a little earlier so we could have yeah, covered more I'm, ground. Yeah, you know. I'm sorry, but I, I thought it was an hour, so I thought we'd have a little more time, and I realized it was no. just, just a half an hour here, huh? Yeah, exactly. It's just half an hour. It It comes and goes so quickly. And I'm yeah, very uh, conditioned on the uh, Monday night show. It is half 55 minutes, so uh-huh. it's much easier to spread out a little bit, you know. Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. well, I'm, I'm really no sorry that I got in a little late. Sure, not a problem. I'm glad you were there, and um, I think you brought a lot of nice intelligence to the subject. So, uh-huh. thank you. It was good. Well, I, I'm, I was don't good. think the, 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 did people realize that when, when I started just at the beginning, I guess the connections weren't too good there, but I, I mentioned that Rocky won the the Peace and Freedom Party primary in California. Did, oh, did, was no. That he wrote to me. He told me, which is fabulous, but uh, I, I don't, it was totally uh, unclear. We couldn't hear a word you were saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, we'll God. talk about it another time then, huh? Definitely, definitely. We'll, we'll be on the call in a little bit, right? Okay. But that's fabulous news, and I'm so glad about it. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic, you know? huh? It's fantastic. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, give, I'll talk to you then in just about, what, it'll be in about 25 minutes then, huh? Exactly, exactly. Right. Great, Michael. Thank uh, you. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. You got it. Bye-bye.